and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Aguiar, and in this next series, we are focusing on getting to know Jesus through the witness of Matthew, the former tax collector, whom Jesus called to help spread the good news of salvation. We need to trust in something that is eternal, not of this world. That is Jesus Christ, our confident hope. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to study the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the Word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Let's dive in. Matthew 26, Jesus is anointed, arrested, mocked, and rejected. What we call Holy Week today were very dramatic days as we walk with Jesus to the cross. In Matthew 21, he enters Jerusalem triumphantly. In chapter 22, he clears the temple of the money changers. Following that, he tells the Pharisees off big time. He then tells his disciples and us about the end times and his second coming. And in yesterday's chapter, Jesus warns us to believe and be faithful, otherwise we won't get into heaven. Needless to say, the Pharisees hated Jesus so much that they wanted to kill him. Here in Matthew 26, their plot comes to life. How his disciples react is a lesson for us. Let's dig in. Matthew 26, the plot to kill Jesus. When Jesus had finished saying all these things, he said to his disciples, as you know, Passover begins in two days and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. At the same time, the leading priests and elders were meeting at the residence of Caiaphas, the high priest, plotting how to capture Jesus secretly and killing him. But not during the Passover celebration, they agreed, or the people may riot. Jesus anointed at Bethany. Meanwhile, Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had previously had leprosy. While he was eating, a woman, that's Mary, Lazarus's sister, came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume and poured it over his head. The disciples were indignant when they saw this. What a waste, they said. It could have been sold for a high price and the money given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, replied, why criticize this woman for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. She has poured this perfume on me to prepare my body for burial. I tell you the truth, wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. Judas agrees to betray Jesus. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the 12 disciples, went to the leading priest and asked, how much will you pay me to betray Jesus to you? And they gave him 30 pieces of silver. From that time on, Judas began looking for an opportunity to betray Jesus. The Last Supper. On the first day of the Festival of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, where do you want us to prepare the Passover meal for you? Um, as you go into the city, he told them, you will see a certain man. Tell him the teacher says, my time has come and I will eat the Passover meal with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus told them and prepared the Passover meal there. <clears throat> when it was evening, Jesus sat down at the table with the twelve. 
While they were eating, he said, I tell you the truth, one of you will betray me. Greatly distressed, each one asked in turn, Am I the one, Lord? He replied, One of you who had just eaten bread from this bowl with me will betray me, for the Son of Man must die. As the scriptures declared long ago, but how terrible it would be for the one who betrays him. It would be far better for that man if he had never been born. Judas, the one who will betray him, also asked, Rabbi, am I the one? And Jesus told him, you have said it. As they were eating, Jesus took some bread and blessed it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take this and eat it, for this is my body. And then he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. He gave it to them and said, Each of you drink from it, for this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of men. Mark my words, I will not drink wine again until the day I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Then they sang a hymn and went out to the Mount of Olives. Jesus predicts Peter's denial. On the way, Jesus told them, Tonight all of you will desert me, for the scriptures say, God will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised from the dead, I will go ahead of you to Galilee and meet you there. Peter declared, Even if everyone else deserts you, I will never desert you. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, Peter, this very night, before the rooster crows, you will deny three times that you even know me. No, Peter insisted, even if I have to die with you, I will never deny you. And all the other disciples said, I the same. Jesus prays in Gethsemane. Then Jesus went with them to an olive grove called Gethsemane. And he said, sit here while I go over there to pray. And took, he, he took Peter took and Zanny's two sons, James and John, and, John, and he became anguished and distressed. distressed. He told them, My soul, my soul is crushed with grief, grief to the point, to the point of, death. of death. Stay here and, here and keep watch, watch with me. He went on went a little on a further and bowed out with his face to the ground, praying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet, yet, I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned to his disciples and found them asleep. He said to Peter, couldn't you watch, watch, even one hour? Keep watch, watch, pray, so that you will not give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Then Jesus loves him a second time and time pray. My father, if this comes cannot be taken away unless I drink it, your will be done. When he returned, turned to them again, he found them sleeping, sleeping for they couldn't keep their eyes, their eyes open. So he went so to pray a third turn, saying the same thing again. again. And then he and came to his disciples and said, Go ahead and sleep, and sleep. Have, your rest. have your rest. But look, but look, the time has time come. come. The Son of the Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, up, let's be going, going. Look, look, my betrayer is here. Jesus is betrayed and arrested. And even and as Jesus, Jesus said this, Judas, Judas, one of the twelve disciples, arrived, arrived, routed men, men, armed with swords and clubs. They had they had been sent, sent by the leading priests and elders of the people. The traitor traitors who had given them and them a prearranged signal. You will know which one does best when I greet him with a kiss. So Judas Judas straight straight his greetings, Rabbi, Rabbi, explained, explained, and gave him a kiss. Jesus said, "My friend, friend, go ahead, go ahead, do what you have come for." 
Then the others grabbed Jesus and arrested him. But one of the men who met Jesus was Peter, pulled out his sword and struck the high priest's slave, flashing off his ear. Jesus actually healed the ear. Put away your sword, Jesus told him. Those who use sword will die by the sword. Don't you realize that I said my father, father, thousands of angels protect us and send them instantly? But if I did, how would the scriptures be filled? That describe what must happen, happen now. now. Then Jesus then said to the crowd, Am I some dangerous revolutionary that come with swords and clubs to arrest me? Why didn't you arrest me in the temple? I was teaching every day. day. But this is this all happening, happening to fill the words of the prophets recorded in the scriptures. At that point, all of the disciples deserted him and fled. Jesus was before the council. Then the people who had arrested Jesus led him to the home of the high priest, where the teachers of the law and the elders had gathered. Meanwhile, Peter followed him at a distance and came to the high priest's courtyard. He went in and sat with the guards and waited to see how it would all end. Inside, the priest and the entire high council of Sanhedrin were trying to find witnesses who would lie about Jesus so they could put him to death. But even, but though, even though they found many who were giving false witness, witness they, they did not use anyone's testimony. Finally, finally two men came forward to a clear this man said, I am able to destroy the temple of God in the field three days. Three days. And, the high, and the high priest stood up and said to Jesus, Well, aren't you going to answer his charges? What do you have to say for yourself? Then Jesus remained silent. Then the high priest said to him, I demand man the name, name living God, God, tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. Jesus replied, you, you have, have said, it. said it. And in the and future, future we'll see the Son of the Man, man seated in the place of honor, honor God's, God's right hand, and coming, coming clouds, clouds of heaven. Then the high, and the high tore his clothing to show us horror, and said, blasphemy. Why do we know the way of the witnesses you have heard this blasphemy? What is, what is your verdict? Guilty, guilty. They shouted, shout, he deserves to die. Then they began to spit, spit in Jesus', Jesus face, beating him, beat him with their fists, and slap, slap, here, here, on the side, side of us, side of us, and you that time. That time. Peter, Peter denies, denies Jesus. Jesus. Meanwhile, Peter, Peter was sitting outside, outside of the courtyard. A servant, a servant girl came over and said to him, You were one of those who was Jesus the Galilean. But Peter denied it in front of everyone. I don't, I don't know what you are talking about, he said. Later, later, out by the gate, another servant girl noticed him and said to those standing, standing around, around, around. This man, this man was with Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth. Again, again, he denied it. I don't know. I don't even know, even know the man, he said. He said. A little later, later, some other bystanders came over to Peter. You must be one of them. I can tell by your Galilean accent. Peter swore, oh, 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 I don't know the man. And he immediately was rooster on the road. Suddenly, Suddenly Jesus' words, words flashed, flashed through Peter's, Peter's mind. More than four, the rooster crows, three times, that, that he didn't even know me. And he went, and he away, went away, weeping, weeping bitterly. There's some, there's some points to ponder. The Pharisees didn't want to have Jesus killed during the Passover, but God had other plans. A gift, a gift that, that makes no sense. That was, that was an expensive jar of perfume that Mary poured onto Jesus' feet in anticipation of his death and burial. I know what it's like to follow God's prompting even when it makes no sense. 
When I was, when I was unemployed for two years, years, some friends at church handed me an envelope. I didn't open it until I got home. Like home. I got home. There were two $50 bills in it. I wept with gratitude. Immediately, the Holy Spirit prompted me to take one of the $50 bills and give it to one of my neighbors who was also hurting financially. He had a wife and two kids to support. I knocked on his door and told him that God told me to give him this. Later, he told me he was able to pay the electricity, which was due to be cut off. My friends didn't know of my neighbor's problem, but God did. God prompted, God prompted me, me God, God prompted them to help me just like he prompted me to help my neighbor. God works like that. And yes, I could have used those $50, I could have kept those extra $50, but no, God told me, you've got $50, give the other 50 to your neighbor. That's how he works. Betrayed by someone you trust. That is the worst. Judas was a greedy liar, a thief, and he sold his soul for a few coins. How much would you sell your soul for? How desperate do you have to be to sell your soul? During the Passover Seder, there are four cups of wine, the fourth one being the cup of judgment. It was also known as the cup of Elijah. The Jews expected Elijah to return before the Messiah. That was John the Baptist. Amazing how they all missed it. All missed it. If you want to experience a true Jewish Passover, check out the video at the bottom of my blog. The link is in the show notes. After supper, they sang a hymn. That probably was Psalm 118. And on my blog, I have a, a link to that one, so you can you can listen to yourself. It's one of the Psalms of Ascents that the Jews sang on their way up to Jerusalem to the temple. What was Peter doing with a sword in the first place? Jesus could have stopped the angry mob, but he didn't. This is the first of six trials that Jesus will go through before he is sentenced to die on the cross. Jesus is the Son of God. He affirms this and that he's coming back, surfing on the clouds. Man, that's going to be a sight. When times get tough, will you deny Jesus or would you stand rooted in the faith? Next comes the other five trials and the crucifixion. In the bottom of my blog, I embedded a song that's an anthem that um, I used to sing in my church in Miami. It's called In Remembrance of Me. It's a beautiful one. Um, Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven and that you won't be left behind at the rapture, what you have to do is invite Jesus into your heart. If you don't know what to say, if you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says, How do I invite Jesus in your heart? Solideo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. And also, don't forget that I have a video at the bottom, the very bottom, but um, celebrating Passover with a Messianic Jew from Israel. Very interesting because he just explains the whole thing, and um, uh, it's 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 perfect. It's the perfect perfect um, celebration of the Passover, and it's an explanation of what what Jesus did for us. Soli Deo Gloria to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, 
feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.